Well, welcome everybody. Welcome to today. Welcome to this Q and A. How are we? Yay, yay, yay. I don't know. I don't know Did if I like care for that. Did you love thy poetry? So this is a and a episode, as you may have already guessed. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> if, it's, if it wasn't obvious. <laughs> yeah, it was, that wasn't obvious. So welcome to our dun-dun final Q&A, maybe second to final. Yeah, I think, I think we'll, do one, oh, we'll do one after the final arc, don't you think? We'll yeah. probably yeah. do one after the final arc. But yeah. we, did, we yeah. did realize during the recap, like, oh my god, like, this is our final recap. Yeah, I still think we should one. do a recap after so that and, if people and just don't like, want to listen to our podcast, we can literally just <laughs> listen to the recaps. Yeah, I think no, that's a good idea. I don't know. Do that. It would be funny. I think it's pretty yeah. funny. And I mean, maybe we need more of like a conclusion with the with the Void newscaster lady. I don't know. That maybe also, maybe yeah. we got to kill her. Maybe they have to co kill her, you know? That's true. Maybe we need to enter to into die. combat with her. Oh my maybe God. Maybe I'm the final boss. <laughs> oh, we have to kill God. You there have was to never kill a question God. about that. This is like my there favorite was... anime. I mean, I, that's we ended up with a God Killer uh, RPG campaign because I watched a lot of anime. A lot of my narratives also involve God killing, not because of anime, just because of the um... religious trauma. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just assumed it was because we all you got me Noah want to kill God, right? Like yeah. that's like I don't I don't subscribe to anything particular it's just like the concept of god angers me because it's his fault that i exist and so i want revenge upon him just figure we were all on the yeah, same page like about that the most hinged person i know yeah i know people tell me that every day i know i'm really woodsy and, you're really woodsy and hinged I, people say that to me every day and it's honestly getting exhausting it's like i'm just trying to fucking live and everyone comes up to me on the street to tell me how woodsy and hinged i am Hannah, are you a barn door? Because you're woodsy in here. Oh my god. Anyway, hey, let's answer some questions. The people have questions. Yeah. And we have answers. Espresso on the Discord. It is, uh, if Antone, Ainsley, and the Gap were to be gods, what would they be gods of? <laughs> I like um, the idea of the Gap, the Gap. <laughs> oh, wow. Gap, really god good. of the Gap. What is the Gap as far as, like, conceptually? Um, yeah, liminal spaces. Mm, yeah, uh, holes in the ground and yes, uh, you know, high to mid range clothing stores. Fishers, nice. fishers in the earth. Fishers in the earth. Um, I love it. No. The gap. I mean, the gap. I, I will. I will say the gap probably would be. I mean, born to hench, god of hench, god of hench. That's henching. true. Yeah. I mean, like realistically, yeah. realistically, god of hench. Yeah. yeah, god of hench. There's, there's. I mean, yeah, that's really like their it. whole deal. I like yeah, I like the gap ruling over gaps though. That is good. Mm-hmm. I do love that. I do mm-hmm. love that. What about yeah. Anton? What would Anton be? Um, I mean, my first thought was like nepotism. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Anton, the nepotism baby. Yeah, because I mean, very much a character who just was 
you know, has not really worked to earn anything mm-hmm. in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that's an option. Apart from that, I'd have to, I'd have to think on it. I mean, I don't think that there's like a god of envy per se. No, so no if not I, per se. That could be a thing. That could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. Very insecure person. So, but yeah, yeah, those, those are some fun options for you, you know? I love it. Uh, tell me about Ainsley. Um, I'm trying to think of like, what, is there like a god of shits and giggles? Well, shits the Colony. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the Colony. So, I mean, yeah. aside from that, then like maybe just the god of being a, a bitch, like <laughs> the god of bitchiness. <laughs> god of little bitch. The god of little, little bitch. Uh, I see people are proposing, um. Gaslighting as gaslighting uh, gatekeeping yeah, robots. Yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Ainsley is good at that. I feel like it would be it would be Ainsley gaslight gap gatekeep, and then Anton Girlboss. Anton That actually really yeah. works. That actually really does like work. The, the Hecate of uh, of gaslight gatekeep Girlboss. Good work, team. Jesus Christ. We're a team. It's like you you get to the crossroads and three figures appear in their black cloaks. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Too short, one tall. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's what Slake's gonna see when they die. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Oh god. That, yeah, that'll be fun. To hell. That's yeah, true. Slake's gonna I have mean, to do some yeah. dirty deeds first. They've committed well, I mean, so much murder. Yeah. Well, you know, also, we've all got blood on our they hands. Like married somebody and then freaking ran off. Well, I don't know that we need to talk about that. I think we should move <laughs> on to the next question. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm going to say there's one that actually came up twice in a couple and in slightly different um, wordings, uh, which is about Strong Betty. Uh, so I'm going to call out our Patreon here. Elizabeth uh, asked this question. Uh, it was also asked by Hi Miss Alice uh, on Twitter. So Elizabeth uh, asks, Cat, Strong Betty was Wolf of the Waves, seemed like an NPC you made up on the spot who became integral to the arc as Strong Selny. Did Selny always exist as an NPC or did you shoehorn Strong Betty uh, into the story? I think that's how it ends, but I can't scroll sideways on the spreadsheet, so that's just how it is. Um, to answer the question, yes, yeah, uh, Strong Selny... Uh, Strong Betty, Wolf of the Waves, fully made up on the spot. The the total sum of my notes at the beginning of that character was, um, for that session, it was three bullet points, which was, the first was just the question, how are they going to get across the ocean? And then it was three bullet points of options of things that I thought maybe they might do. Um, one of which was contact the pirates. And I said, if they contact the pirates, the pirates will put them in contact with a smuggler but i didn't know if you guys were going to choose that option so i did not write any more than that yeah i remember well i specifically i don't, I don't know if we knew that while you were doing it but I, I think i remember at the end of that scene you were like yeah i just like i just made her up and that's why I, like i wouldn't tell you her name <laughs> yep and then we all went insane because <laughs> yeah. we were obsessed with her i remember afterwards too you said that swan was supposed to play a lot of the role that she ended up playing later on in the campaign but we like wouldn't fucking let go of her yes. like dogs <laughs> with like her little body in our mouths <laughs> like, a perfect a perfect similar yeah thank yeah. you yeah oh, thank you yeah oh and there was a way that i wrote it after so after selny dropped you guys off um there were a couple like ways that you could have gotten into the city 
And if you had chosen a different way, mm. you would not have encountered Selny again. Um, and she, oh my she just God. Would have disappeared into the backstory. Um, yeah. So, so because you guys didn't, because of the way you guys chose to get in, that ended up with Selny helping you get in. Um, and then that meant, oh, that's what it was. It was that if Mary hadn't noticed Selny or, or you guys hadn't noticed Selny, something happened. You guys passed a role that you were able to spot Selny. And if you hadn't spotted her, she probably would have like come in and played some other mm. minor role in the arc. Yeah, but other, mainly it would have been what Swan would have filled that role. Um, so yeah, they, you guys willed strong Selny into existence, and now she is everybody's favorite favorite gal. Favorite gal. Um, here's a num- an anonymous question from our Tumblr. Our tum- Tumblr. What was the most different about doing cross camp compared to the regular arcs? <laughs> Joy. <laughs> I mean, not to say that our normal our, our normal arcs are very joyful, very, but this very one joyful. was like pure joy. It was incredibly joyful the whole time. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. We didn't and have I mean, there were no stakes. You know, like there's no emotional core to this adventure. It just was pure goof. it was just pure pure wacky goof-em-ups. Yeah. Well, and I feel like it was, like, much more, I mean, obviously, like, you had to still do a lot of planning, Kat, but you had to do it in a different way, which, I mean, you can, you can, mm. you can say how that was, but, mm. um, as, like, for us, it felt like a lot more, like, pure, um, improv, I guess. Yes, I In would terms agree of, like, that, the fact yeah. that, like, we didn't have to be, like, remembering mm-hmm. a ton of shit all the time. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> trying not to, like. Say the wrong like, thing. And look right, like exactly. our characters are stupid. Like there was no, I mean, yeah, Shh. yep, exactly. So, so that was fun. I think um, this actually goes into like another question from I believe Artemis on Patreon. Um, I did not super love playing Bubble Gumshoe. Not like like I liked like the mystery solving aspects. But, like, just because I, I'm dumb and I can't understand new things, and I'm used to D&D, and so <laughs> I was just... Well, and Bubblegum Shoe, is, it's a very different system because it's it's a lot less, yeah. like, roll this dice to see if you can do something. Um, and, right. and I definitely, like, ran it. But then sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not, I don't well, know. Well, that's the thing is, I ran it more like that because I think that's just what we're more comfortable with. Um, sure. But, like, yeah. like, one of the core tenets of Bubblegum Shoe is that, like, if there was a clue... All you have to do is say, I use whatever skill. Like, you can just choose a skill off your list. To find the clue. And find the clue. As long as it's yeah. relevant. And, and then you find the clue. There's no, there's, there's no failure there. Um, which, and I, I think, mm-hmm. f- for me at least with Bubble Gumshoe, at, like, from my perspective at least, I, I need, like, very rigid, like, you can do this, you can't do this type of rules. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have mm-hmm. those, I can't follow the rules yeah. at all. I, like, can't have <laughs> a nebulous mean. rule. So, like, I have to know exactly what the rule is. And so I think, like, for me, I was literally just, like, I know I kept forgetting to, like, say I use my whatever yeah. because I was just, like, I'm making a story with my friends and we are yeah, purely and I, and LARPing. I was, also, I was like, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I think that is really what happened is we just sort of kind of fell into mm-hmm. we were just LARPing. Like We were just yeah. LARPing. Yeah. <laughs> like that's basically what it was. We were we were just like we were on GaiaOnline.com and we mm-hmm. all had a little anime avatar and we were typing the story. 
Well, I mean, I liked um, I liked that Bubblegum Shoe was, um, yeah, like just so much rules-wise, so much less to keep track of, mm-hmm. so much simpler. Like I actually really, you know, like I was like, that's cool. I like that. And then like, because mm-hmm. um, we were able to, I think, just really focus on like the storytelling elements. Um, and I think going in, knowing that we, you know, weren't going to be playing the characters for like you know, a, a really long time kind of took some pressure mm-hmm. off too. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, I feel like for me, like, um, you know, I, I can get emotionally invested in things very easily. So like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't, it doesn't make, I guess a big difference to me, like how much pressure there is, like wh- whether I'm supposed to be invested in what's happening or not, but I am like, yeah, going into something, knowing it's going to be shorter is kind of like, that's also different. Yeah, I think from a character perspective, it felt much more like to going in as like Ainsley, it's like, I know that at the end of this, my only real goal is to like solve a murder and become friends with Antone um, (laughs) in whatever that way that looks. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it was very much like a very easy linear path to follow in terms of character development, whereas like with the the like main crew, it's kind of all over the place. And it's so long form that I'm like, when... Do I give character development? Has this character development happened already? Did I do this? What's happening? Yeah, did I forget? <laughs> did I forget that I developed a character trait? Like, what's... Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Um, so, like, I think it was easier in that way as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. Also, oh my god, so one thing that I noticed, especially when I was editing, is, like, so, like, when we're playing as, like, Fran, Corbin, and Slake, and we, like, have theories about things, oftentimes we don't say them, or if we do talk about them, we talk about them out of character, and then, like, I, like, will edit it out, so that when the reveal happens, it's like, oh, like, they could, there's no way they could have known, <laughs> even though, like, it's, like, something that we've been talking about. Like, I can't think of an example right now, but, like, like a lot of the Kai and Torva stuff, mm-hmm. we were like, ooh, I wonder if it's this, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, 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 hold back, wait for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um... And I noticed that, like, we kept doing that during the Frost Camp thing. Like, we kept not saying, like, I think we were all sure it was Lyle, like, before Lyle was revealed. But, like, none of us were like, I bet it's that guy, Lyle. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, well, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I didn't oh. know. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I didn't really give it much thought. I was, I was truly method acting the entire time we were playing Frost I agree. Camp. Because oh. I just did not give in a single shit about who was, <laughs> I just wanted to cause chaos. But I, I, I do think that. that we also had a lot more like in character conversations in during Rose Camp than we did, or than we do like during our main campaign. Like obviously we That's have in character conversations, but like useless ones right. is what I right. mean. Yeah, like, okay. oh, yeah. pointless <laughs> conversations. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think you guys were just able. I mean, you guys just got into it. You got, you were having fun. Yeah. I, we were all having we were, fun. We were, we were all having we a lot it. of fun whenever we recorded. Um, I, I want to go back to Noel brought up that like my prep for Rose Camp was a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. now I want to talk a little bit about that because it, it, it's just the nature of writing a mystery. You have to know where it ends. Uh, it, whereas, right. you know, th- with our main campaign, that's so long form. I've had a, a vague plan for it the whole time, but like, you know, the, the details are left up usually till the day before we record, to be totally honest. Um, <laughs> but... With Frost Camp, I had it written out pretty much day one when we started recording. I think maybe day two, I had the whole adventure written out. Um, and that was just because you have to, you, I had to know where all the clues were going to be. So that when, because because of the way Fro, um, Bubble Gumshoe is set up, 
I can't just be like, oh, I think there's going to be a clue in this room. Maybe if they do something cool, I'll reveal some information. I have to know, like, mm-hmm. if they go into, you know, Foya's office, here are the things that they're going to see. And this is how they mm-hmm. are either going to help or hinder them to solve the mystery. Um, so I'm really glad that, Noelle, you at least picked up on Lyle. Um, and also that, like, I was... I mean, I didn't pick up on him much beforehand, but I was like, it's probably it's probably either Bragmire with somebody, because it's, it's not going to just be Bragmire, because that would be too obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's, mm-hmm. like, one of the owners was, was my theory. Right. And, and, you know, that was kind of what I was trying to... I was trying to put Bragmire in as a reddit herring. And, you know, point mm-hmm. things towards things are going wrong at the camp. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I talked to you three about this in the in our, our group chat. Um, but uh, the writers of Game of Thrones are a little bitch. Uh, because I was <laughs> checking the Discord to see if people had theories. If people picked up that Lyle was right. Or why Lyle was the, the criminal. Um, and I was deeply and intensely gratified when I saw people getting it right because that meant I did a good job and I laid out the clues and I foreshadowed wait, wait. it. So wait, you're saying that if someone guessed the upcoming twist in the piece of media you were making, you wouldn't then rewrite the entire piece of media in ways that were completely inconsistent with what you'd previously written in order to have a, a cheap gotcha moment? I it certainly sounds crazy. I, it's, I know. Yeah, I don't think that makes any sense. <laughs> I understand that I will never make it in Hollywood with this attitude, but um, you'll make it plenty. I'll make it exactly as far as I here want. we go. We're going to Hollywood. <laughs> That's the big announcement. I'll make it as big far as I want to in Hollywood, which is nowhere. Uh, 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 questions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move to let's, a new question. Let's do. Yeah, we one. have to answer the questions. I. Uh, I. Do you want to pick one? Want to pick one? Yeah, pick yes. One. Um. I like this one. Um, everyone, mm. who is your favorite character that you've played for the podcast? And Kat, who is your favorite NPC that you've played? Dawson. Oh. I think Dawson. I, I think I've answered this before. Dawson is always my favorite yeah. NPC to play. Always, always, always. I don't know if you have nasty. answered that before. Oh, really? Because you are nasty. Oh, yeah. I don't I know. Love. Maybe you have, and like I just have memory loss. I knew this but... because I knew that Kat was nasty, and I... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not unexpected, but at the same time, it's like, I did feel a deep sense of anger and rage and betrayal when you said that. That's that's fair. That's fair. I I just love, I love, I mean, it's the same instinct as all of you have playing your host camp characters. I love to be a shitty little bitch. Like, yeah, that's fair. Being, you know what? Being a shitty little bitch is fun. It's also the voice. The voice is fun to do. Dorosky... Jurassic in the chat seconds before tragedy said, "If it is, if it's Dawson, I swear." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, yep. but it also yep. kind of goes back to what we were saying about like uh, stakes and character development. Like, mm. I love Mary. Right. Mary is sweet. She is uh, integral to the story. Mm-hmm. But I always have to keep like a very metered uh, eye on. Ha- yeah, I was gonna say. I feel right. like she'd be a really tough character to play. Yes. And yeah. I've talked to you guys about this before. In that, like, I have. Yeah. It's a very fine line playing a dmpc because i don't ever want to lead you guys or have her be the solution or provide the solution right. which is why like in combat mary never um like she's never throwing off offensive spells she's really just healing and doing support it's why like mary mm-hmm. never has ideas it's because like 
I don't want to. I don't want to be telling you guys what the answer to the questions are. So like, I mean, so sometimes she does have ideas. Yes, yeah. I will say, yeah. I will say though, like as the editor, mm-hmm. like the 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 people might not know this. Usually when Mary has an idea, it's because the three of us have been talking about it out of character and not being in character. Yeah. And so then Kat will be like, Mary signs that that is what you should do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we've been like debating it for seven years. Yes. Yeah. And I usually like at that point, I'll just like delete all of us like debating being really boring. Yeah. So Mary, Mary ends up being uh, oftentimes for me. Um, she alternates between being like uh, a character, a full-fleshed NPC character, and also a signpost, um, where right. I, I have to kind of use her as a as a rudder sometimes to to get the mm-hmm. get the boat where it needs to go. But but I love playing Dawson; he's always my favorite. I love to I love to be a shitty little bitch. <laughs> Juniper, who's your favorite to play? Um, you guys know that it is similar to Cat. It's it's Ainsley. I <laughs> oh just, really? I I. I don't, it's just easy. It's so easy. Like <laughs> it's just Juniper's it natural so personality that they're suppressing. This is my natural personality. <laughs> that is not Juniper's natural personality. <laughs> no, don't look not, at me. You don't know anything about me. We are not soul bonded, so it's I don't want to hear anything about true. it. You're not drift compatible. Hannah, who's your favorite to play? I, uh, you know, I, I'm going to shock everyone, uh, but I, I love playing Mr. Wendell. Um, <laughs> Let's see. I I mean, I, I enjoy playing all of them. I, I do think it's easier to play, like, post-Minger. Oh, um, mm, and I don't know, like, I mean, Slake, Slake is a balance. Like, there are easier things and more difficult things. Um, and yeah, Wendell's not the easiest to play per se, but I just really um, enjoy his character, and I enjoy, um, I don't know, getting to explore being depressed. I was going to say, it's just, it allows you to explore your it, which is sad old man. Yep, exactly. I you were going to say uh, you enjoy getting to explore being a thirst trap, but I guess. <laughs> yes. Mr. Wentzel. I mean, you Certified know, thirst trap. I mean, I famously love um, terrible middle-aged men, so. And that's um for... Well, I mean, I won't lie that that is what I thought when you were like, I'm Mr. Wendell. These are all the description. I was like, okay, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad that came through. Well, and, and yeah, for, I mean, we all knew. We all knew, yeah. For those on the main feed um, in, in the future, Mr. Wendell, if you are not familiar, is from our bonus, ep- uh, our bonus campaign on our Patreon. So if you don't know who Mr. Wendell is, uh, subscribe to the Patreon and find out. Because he's great. Yeah, most of the I think most of the early episodes are still publicly available, so you should be able the to first, find them. Uh, two for sure. I think the first three. Yeah. I yeah. just so um, even yeah, even if you're so. not a, a subscriber, you can check out Mr. Wentel, mm-hmm. and you can check out Mr. Wentel, and you'll probably be really confused why we're saying that he's hot. <laughs> Right you now. won't be because it makes complete sense. Yep. Yeah, or 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 you won't be because you're a certified freak. <laughs> you're the target audience. <laughs> Noel, who's your favorite? Seven days a week. Um, I like have I've been, I I don't know. I'm so hard. I love I love all my children. <laughs> <laughs> you love all your children. Um, I mean, yes. I mean, one of one of my favorite parts about playing D anD D is like creating a new character because like. Here's the thing. I put in like I put in minimal effort before we start playing. Usually, I put in a little bit more effort with the uh, seeker, mm-hmm. um, 
But even with Seekers, like, I have, like, one or two things, and then I get to, like, discover who they are as I play them, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it's The Gap, although I did love playing The Gap. I, I felt like I felt like I reached the end of The Gap's potential, mm-hmm. and I was ready to let go of The Gap. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I can't believe you're saying that. Yeah, There's I so will much not let you let go of The Gap. The Gap will return eventually. I already have an idea for a sequel. I've already been thinking about it in my little brain. Yes. Hit me up, Kat. (laughs) Well, we'll, I'm sure we will uh, meet uh, Ainsley in The Gap and Post Minger once again. But, you know, we'll have new, they will have discovered new parts of their own personalities that you guys get to explore. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's like between Fran, I do love to play Fran. Like, Fran's great. We all love Fran. Because Fran is a little, a little idiot. Once again, going back to <laughs> a little bitch. We little all bitch. just love to play a little bitch. <laughs> She's a little bitch, and I love her vibe of being a weird little bitch. Um, yeah. I guess, I'm, I guess I'll, you know what, for, for balance's sake, I'll say Fran. Um, I also love, love, love to play the Seeker. Um, because she seems nice, but she's, like, so elusive and weird. Yes, yes, I love that about her. <laughs> but I, I, I think in terms of, like, I don't know, I guess, like, I'm thinking in terms of, like, who I could play long-term, and I have played Fran long-term, and I, 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 I don't know. I think she's, she has a lot of complications that are very fun to think about, mm-hmm. and, like, from the beginning, I've always had, like, a few different ideas of, like, if Fran, if, 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 like, Kat takes the podcast in this direction, this is, like, what kind of character I'll have Fran develop into, or if it's in this direction. And, like, I, I ended up, because of Laika leaving the party, I ended up doing, like, that little thing where it's, like, Fran's trying to become the leader, and she's, like, a fucking idiot, <laughs> which was very fun. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I, I, I think that was such a smart character move, um, and it made a lot of sense in the story, so... Hello. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this mid-roll, which is going to be calm and asmr And um, I'm at work, so if you hear some pings, you can just ignore that. If you hear some growls, Riot's going through reactivity training right now, and he's looking out the window. So that's what that's about. He just hates people. I mean, who among us doesn't? Anyways... I'm here to bring you this wonderful mid-roll. I'm going to do a great job this time. I'm going to really nail it. I've written out a list of everything I need to say, so I can't, I can't mess up. The first thing that we're here to address is a slight change in our previously discussed posting schedule. We are all dying, metaphorically speaking. And so we're running out of buffer. Uh, We're very stressed and it's the holidays. So we're going to be taking a break until the end of the year and we'll begin reposting at the beginning of January. Um, During that time, we're going to try and put up, catch up and get a little bit more buffer ready so that we can hopefully 
not be scrambling quite so severely. The next order of business that we have is a message from the store. This is an advertisement for a new podcast, a D&D podcast, that you can listen to yourself. Let me just pull up the photo that I took of the message so that I can read it on my phone. The oldest memes, the okayest DMing, the stupidest rolls, and the derpiest derps. All this and more on Derps and Dragons, a new 5th edition actual play podcast. Join the derps every other Tuesday as they crit fail their way through the world of Jericho's. Jartus Guidehorn, a minotaur fighter that was, until recently, frozen in time. Brewin Lacebuckle, a rock gnome artificer with a steel saber-toothed deer lion. Zirik, an Aarakocra. Is that how you say that? I don't actually know how to say that. I don't, I don't know how to say it. An Aarakocra. An Aarakocra. Yeah, an Aarakocra. Assassin turned mailman who quits his job to soar to new heights. Diok Ennisbottom, a satyr bard with a deep connection to Mother Nature that cannot be explained. And J.D., the DM who reigns in these four misfits while they crit succeed on the mundane and crit fail on the crucial. If you like Brendan Fraser, poop jokes, and bad dragons, asterisk, winky face, asterisk, then Derps and Dragons is the podcast for you. Catch them on your podcatcher of choice. That sounds amazing. I'm going to add them to my Pokemon uh, decks. That's a reference to the Pokemon game that just came out. Very cool and hip with the kids. I've heard it's unplayable. If you would like to have an ad read for you on our podcast, you can go to our store, damesanddragons.store, and have your own ad read. Or just a random message. Anything. The sky is the limit. And you are capable of great wonders. Now, it's time to thank our patrons. I didn't pull that up, so we'll have a moment of silence while I get that ready. Kirsten, Kirsten is calling me. Uh, hold, please. Hello. Hello. I'm now going to read our new patrons. I would like to first add a disclaimer that seconds ago I received a phone call from a coworker. And during that time, uh, someone has gotten stuck in the snow outside of our apartment, and you may hear their wheels furiously uh, spinning and crunching against the ice in a desperate bid to escape their wintry trap. It's unclear whether or not they will be successful. Anyways, here are our new patrons. Thank you so much to Tiniest Snail, Rihanna Abbas, Tony. Amber, LK, 
Olivia. Assigned fake at Michelle. Amaya, the artist formerly known as Sharts in the Dark. Snootboob, concrete after rain. Rebecca Easley. Marschetti. Claire. Sol Wagner. Hemlock Pierce. Annabelle Rogers. Paula M. Darius Will and Torva. Eve Garrant. Renee Carmel. Leigh Williams. Nat Best. And Nolan Murphy Whitehead. I deeply apologize for the pings that may be picked up on the microphone from my team's messenger app on my work computer. Anyways, thank you all so much for pledging donations to us. We truly appreciate it. We would not be able to do half of the things that we do if it weren't for you. And with your money, I will be able to stop my coworkers from messaging me on Teams one day. Additionally, I would like to add another message here regarding our Patreon and a certain end-of-year gift, which we are this very weekend going to be packing and shipping out. You have limited time to pledge at the $10 tier to receive this gift. It sounded really threatening, and I apologize, but you should know this is the best end-of-year gift that we have ever sent out. And I do not say that lightly. It is literally unbelievably amazing, and I am very excited. I cannot express how much you will regret not being a $10 Patreon level tier member pledger, and you realize what you could have gotten for $10 that you now will have to pay much more for on our store, which it will be available. Um, on the store after we, after the beginning of the year, it'll be available. It's very, very cool. Um, and if you don't have any money, I completely understand. Please do not give us money if you cannot afford to, um, take care of yourself first and foremost, because material goods are useless and capitalism is an evil fascist vagrant and none of us should pay any money for anything. But if you wanted to pay money for things, you can go to damesanddragons.store and buy various merchandise that we have created and are selling. Second to last, I would like to thank our reviewers whose names I don't have pulled up. And frankly, I'm not sure where everyone else goes to find them. Um, give me a moment, please. Curly, 3.14159265. Thank you for reviewing. Vujay, 2510. Thank you for reviewing and saying Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Metrodome. Katie, 1204. Thank you so much for reviewing. We appreciate every review that you leave for us to make our podcast look like it's legit. Lastly, we have a message to Chantel. Chantel, I love you. Um, we should hang out again. Miss you. And uh, the code word is Transcat Boy. The sleeper agent is active. Go.
all love her. Ooh, Snippy Snap in the chat asked what inspired the gap. They were made up on the spot, yes. Yes. So when, when I wrote <laughs> Hannah's intro, I wrote a, a character for Noelle to play, which was uh, the, the orc. Mentor. Yeah. Um, and then I, I wrote a character for Juniper to play, which was... Because I wanted, uh, yeah, like a friend, friend bully. Yeah, a, a yes. friend bully. So A frolly. Yeah, so so Han- Hannah had written the, the, the fully into their backstory for Slake. Um, and then as I said, okay, so um, Juniper, describe who this person is, and Juniper did. And then Noelle was like, and also I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Noelle just like super implanted herself into that plot <laughs> I don't know why I was possessed by the spirit of the gap and I needed Thank to God. enter the story. <laughs> so was, glad you did. There was no I think I think I just I think I just felt like I think you did the first couple lines as Ainsley and I was mm-hmm. like, this is a character who needs it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I don't think that Ainsley would not be like not to say that Ainsley, Ainsley's like a likable character, but I think they're mm-hmm. likable in that they're like you love to kind of hate them. But I think mm-hmm. that that would not be the case if it weren't for the gap. Mm-hmm. I think the gap rounds Ainsley out into a yeah. character that you can tolerate. Well, it, yeah. like and I, and like the name was you asked what the name was, and I was like, I don't know for some reason the only thing that's coming to me is the gap, and so and so we ran with it. Yes. Damn right, and I became the gap, and I became the gap, and I'm the gap, and I've been the gap, and I'll be the gap. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on to another question, uh, and this one harkens back to uh, as we were discussing our bonus campaign. Cat Faust from the Patreon asks, are there any more episodes of Dame Dive coming? Yes. Boy, are <laughs> there. One, si- one is coming soon. Yeah. And then Cat was like, do you want this to be the last one? And we were like, no, Cat. Yeah, we were like, no, Cat. You can't. Don't even yeah. say that, Cat. We did like five more. <laughs> yeah. Literally, literally, I, Hannah and I had an aside afterwards where we both like held each other crying and we were like, we have so many ideas and plans. We <laughs> <laughs> did it. Um, I am planning to at least superficially sort of wrap up their storyline after in the Dame Dive that will come after the end of the main campaign. But we may still, yeah. like, if you guys want to keep doing it, I will continue to write adventures for them. Um, <laughs> I love that. So, well, but we'll, we'll, just, we'll just have to see where they end up. Yeah. So basically, yeah. as of now, what we know is there's going to be two more episodes of Dame to Dive. Yeah. What Noelle said. So that'll be great. Okay, uh, let's see. Where, what, what's another good? Oh, here's a good one. Um, what are you all most excited about for The Last Ark? What are you least excited about? Ooh. I can start with what I am most and least excited about. I, I can, I can answer this first. What I'm most excited about is being done. Um, <laughs> not like in a, not in like a, oh, I'm just so ready to be done with it, right? But like, this is, the mm-hmm. end of this is, I, I planned the end of this almost a decade ago, um, which is yeah, insane to think about, but, um, yeah, however, you know, from the beginning of the podcast, I knew what the last confrontation is going to be. Like where it would oh, end. Wow. Um, I like I, I knew where that was going to go, so I'm really excited to finally get there and finally yes. have all of the all of the dominoes that I have set up along the way. Ah, you're so powerful. I hope so. I did. Uh, I will say this: at some point in the conspiracy theories Discord, at some point in the past, <gasps> somebody has guessed the ending. 
so oh my oh, god back to talking about how i'm like uh, just like way yeah. less of a bitch than the writers of game of thrones um, <laughs> i want them i want when that person them. when that person like listens to the final episode and they feel the vindication of being right mm-hmm. i want them to know that i saw them i see them they have been right the whole oh time god. and i appreciate them paying Fuck enough yeah. attention to have made the That's correct so guess cool. so i am i'm Holy so shit. i'm excited to be done um on the least excited about I am terrified that I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> uh-huh. Because you're not gonna fuck it up, Kat. Yeah, you're not gonna you're fuck great. it up. We're all, we're, we're all, all gonna work together. together. We're all we're gonna, all gonna work together. Support each other, and we're gonna do it, and it's gonna be good. And well, thank you. <laughs> it's just you know, there's a lot of things. I actually on this list of questions, I'll address a couple of them eventually here. But there's like. You know, there's plot holes. There's things that I never followed up on and never will follow up on because this is an <laughs> improv medium and I don't necessarily right. remember what, you can't I, what I said. do every single thing, yeah. right? And then there's a lot of things that I, I set up as like, oh, this would be a cool plot. And then it just never got followed up on. You know, you guys never picked up the plot hook and that's fine. You know, that's kind of just part of a D&D mm-hmm. is you, it's just a buckshot mm-hmm. approach to like, what are you going to pick up? Um, mm-hmm. so like, I, I know where the gaps are. Um, and then I also don't know where a lot of the plot holes are. And then they, but do you know where the gap I is? I don't know where the gap is currently because Noel has them, uh, held hostage in some Caddy's right behind you! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Cat, watch out! Oh god! Um, yeah, so that's for me. That's what I'm most and least excited about. Uh, most excited to nice. see the payoff, least excited to fuck it up. <sighs> that's a mood. That is really a mood. Mm-hmm. I I feel similarly, Kat. Um, as we as we like, I'm very excited to. I think we we kind of have talked about this as a as a group before. Um, I'm really excited to get into some interesting, like more serious things, and particularly like like go in into into interesting parts of Fran. Mm-hmm. Um, for the last arc here, but I, similarly, I'm very nervous about fucking it up and, uh, biffing it at the end. <laughs> we can edit it. It'll be fine. We just, you're right. We just you're right. gotta stick the landing here. Yep. Um, but if we don't stick the landing, you guys, we still did a good podcast. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> Please remember that. Maybe also, the like, real podcast. Were, think about, like, all of the shows that you love. That have terrible endings, but you still right. love the ride. That's I true. Mean, right. That's true. So even if we fuck it up, our ride yeah. has been very cool. That's very true. But we're not going to fuck it up. It's going to be the best ending to any podcast that's ever. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I really hope so. Uh, we're going to be the first people to podcast on the moon. So yeah. write that down. <laughs> so get ready. Yeah, suck my dick, Elon. We're going to the moon. Hannah, Juniper, least, most, favorites. Yeah, I can go or you can go. What do you what what do you, you want? You go cuz I'm still mulling. Okay, mull, mull. Um yeah, I mean it's definitely similar things where it's like I I mean personally I like getting like emotional in like uh like role play stuff. I like to do like I just I think it's fun to get to really explore a character that way and I think it can be very cathartic. Mm-hmm. Um so that's good. Um but it is it is hard and weird. I think what I'm hoping is that we can, or what I'm hoping at least for myself is to be in the moment with it and engage and enjoy it 
in the same way that I would for an arc that wasn't the last arc. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it is really easy to kind of be like, well, what if I don't hit all the emotional beats I want to? And mm-hmm. what if, and you just get really in your own head. And then I don't think you can do a, as good of a job as in- engaging emotionally. So, yeah, you know, that's I, I, valid. I don't know. It's, it's weird and bittersweet. Like it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping I can do a good job and do justice to the story that Kat's been making and to the character that I've made. And yeah, and yeah I hope I don't fuck it up. <laughs> well, on that note, Slate, or Slate, why did I call you? Sorry. <laughs> on that note, I'm like, one of the things that I'm very nervous about is that I suspect and I expect that there's going to be a lot of parts where I have to like do acting other than acting like a shitty little asshole and I'm very I hate it and I you're gonna have to be emotionally vulnerable with us what the fuck are you even saying um (laughs) that's that's a threat once again (laughs) once again we are soul bonded and that is exactly what I'm dreading the most is that I'm gonna have to take Corbin to a place where he is genuinely emotional and I can't even take myself to a place where I'm genuinely emotional so I feel like, guys, Juniper, like, what are we going to do? We're going to have to, like, I am going to have to, like, we're going to have to, like, we're going to have to, like, 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 build a tent over ourselves and, like, be inside. You're going to feel your feelings and I'm going to be right there and I'm going to be supporting you. I'm going to make you both cry. I am literally going to ask every single one of you to fucking leave the room. (sighs) Juniper, Juniper, you won't need to act. I will just make you cry genuine tears. Kat, I love Damn. your I love your enthusiasm and I believe in your talent and your strength, but I also think that you underestimate the level of repressed I am. <laughs> maybe we need to watch some really we should all watch a werewolf boy together. And then maybe you guys will get over your fear of crying in front the of most other people. Emotionally manipulative movie of all time. It yes, will make exactly. you cry. And so you will be mad about it. That's true. Let's all That's watch true. it together, and then and then I can dry your little tears, and then you'll trust me. And, and then like Fran will be like, yeah. "Oh, I'm so sad. My boyfriend is clapped in half, and he's a werewolf, and he's waiting for me." Because I will, after yeah. watching Werewolf Boy, Phelan will become a werewolf. I will make that happen. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. that has to happen. Hunter, Hunter. It will we'll happen. Just pivot it'll, the whole campaign. Ha- it happened off screen while we were watching Werewolf Boy. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. Let's find another really good question. Oh, um, I will just quickly address from Ashley Pin Pinnick Pinnick on Patreon. Uh, there's a couple uh, questions about various plot things. I'm just going to read them all and then I'll answer them all with the exact same answer. Uh, questions were, what can you tell us about the origin slash deal with elementals and aberrations? Will we ever see more of Lila or any of the Matrian court? Why didn't Hugin's body leave a heart when, like Bruva's did? Uh, while they were at Pavia's tower, could the Guardians have taken out Trivia's heart and sacrificed it to one of themselves to create a new god of truth? And what is the tree of glass that appeared in Corbin's dream during Arc 4.9? I can answer pretty much all of these questions that were about why did this happen in one way and not another, and the answer is, I, I forgot. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I forgot. Why did why uh why didn't Hugin's body leave a heart but I forgot. I forgot that was a thing. Uh what was the glass tree? It was there. It was off screen. What was the glass yeah. tree? Don't remember. Um <laughs> talking about like things that I just I also forgot about that. I just did I just never got back to, you know? Like I think that that sequence was supposed to just be like a bunch of possible futures that could have happened. And I just never got back to that one. 
The glass tree was the metal tree. Cat. I think so. Honestly. Like we could, we could probably like slant wise. You know, Corbin saw it. He thought it was glass, but actually it was metal. And you know, we could slant wise yeah. that. Um, could they have taken Pavia's uh, heart and sacrificed it to one of themselves to become a new god of truth? Pro- uh, probably not. Actually, because Pavia is technically still alive. She's just like she doesn't. She's not dead. She's just trapped. She's not in her body. Yeah, she's, she's not. She's in not her body. corporeal. Yeah, she's yeah. She's not actually dead. Um, and and you can only create a new god of something if that god is like fully and truly hundred percent dead. Yeah. So we just would have been doing freaky stuff with a dead body for no reason. And you can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. We've never done that on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're very normal about everything that we do. Yep. Um, yeah. Let's see. What was the other one? Will we ever see Lila anymore? The Magician Court? Probably not. Uh, I, I don't think you guys are going back there. Uh, and what's the deal with or- with elementals? Eh. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. Um, <laughs> they're around. They're around. They're, they're doing shit. I mean, if I, I can, I can get a little bit into like a, a sort of off the top of my head. Sort of, I've thought about it. Uh, thing. Uh, the origin and deal with uh, elementals and aberrations is that there are other planes uh, that exist out. Kind of like out in the void, like Avalis is one of many. Fran's mom would be coming from the elemental plane of water. Because elementals could be summoned onto Avalis, which meant that they didn't come from the world below. You mean they could be they could be summoned onto Estra? Yeah, sorry, in, onto Estra. So, fun little detail about Estra. Every monster that they encountered in, in Estra is something that has to be summoned, or can be summoned in. Uh, nothing, like the the way I had it written in my original notes about Estra is that Kai had warded it so well that nothing from the world below could be summoned up onto the island. Mm, so it has to be summoned from another plane. Yeah, so it has to be summoned from another plane. So so that's a little bit about uh, elementals and aberrations, is they, they come from other planes of existence within the void. So Interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there is actually, Catherine. I was being flipped when I said I hadn't thought about this. I actually have thought about that one. Um, <laughs> but... Nice. But it, it goes to a larger point that, um, you know, I haven't thought about everything, but I do love when people ask questions because it makes me think about things that I might not have. There you go. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. How about we, let's, let's pull. We got any chat questos? Um, somebody asked if we, if we read AO3 fanfic. I do not. Well, specifically they meant AO3 fanfic of, of the show because. Yes. I can tell you, I read AO3 fanfic. In general, yes. <laughs> Not of our t- I mean, I think I have. I have before. But, like, I really only skimmed it. And for the for the reason that, like, I don't want to, like, get ideas from somebody's fanfic, basically. Yeah, yeah I don't want to accidentally steal nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, when we first got a couple of fics, I went through and read them, um, I believe. Or at least I skimmed them. I don't remember. It was a while ago. But since then, no. Because I... Like Noel said, I don't want to get ideas, but also I'm like deeply, deeply afraid of being perceived. And so if I don't know that anybody is perceiving me in any way, shape, or form, I can live in peace. Yeah. But That's true. I right now I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't I don't read fanfic uh in general or of this podcast. Um but that's it's just not cat. You're such a loser. You're not a fan reader. I can't believe it. I know. You're not on AO3. It's just not my thing. Cat doesn't even want to hear about the plot of Mob Psycho. No, I don't want to hear about the plot of Mob Psycho. <laughs> I cannot believe. I can't believe that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I and for very similar reasons, though, why, why I don't check out the fanfic for uh, 
for this podcast is I don't want to be influenced by what other people's ideas are, but also I just don't really read fanfic because it's not my cup of tea. I, I don't want anybody to think that I don't support fanfiction. I do. I love it. I love that it exists. Just not for me. I actually have been trying not to read fanfiction as much lately because I'm trying to write mm-hmm. for myself, and I really struggle doing that when I'm reading hmm. fanfiction consistently. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. No, I get that. I absolutely get that because if I'm, if I'm reading yeah. things, then I just want to keep reading. <laughs> I don't – it's like mm-hmm. crack to me, so I'm um, – Kat, I have a question for you. Yeah, I have an answer for you. Let's see if they match. Kat, would you ever consider publishing a lore book for Avalis oh and the world of the podcast? Oh my gosh, what a crazy question. <laughs> what a really good question. <laughs> so the answer to the question, yes. Uh, actually, we are, we being myself and uh, with, with Rudy's help to manage my ADHD and, and give me deadlines, uh, working on putting something together. We'll see. I'm not going to promise anything right now um, because as – aforementioned I have ADHD and also a full-time job and um, also a podcast so I have a lot of stuff that I would like to put into a world book um I hope that I can I can do it I hope I can put it together I think we're the idea is to like get something put together and then put out a kickstarter and see if we can get any interest on it um so if you are super interested in a world book if that's something that like you would really want please let me know um because I thrive on external validation so, Hell yeah. um, so if a bunch of people tell me that they want it, I'm more likely to to put on my put on my big girl pants and and uh, buckle down and do it. Uh, yeah. So, let me know if you'd like that. I, I'm tentatively working on it. Hey, nice, nice, nice. nice. Um, Rad pair in the chat asks, do you listen to any other D and D podcasts? Not really. I don't know. No. no, I used to, and now I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> same. yeah, same. I yeah, before same. this podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do listen to other like narrative podcasts. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, I um, do too. Uh, or and non-narrative ones. I have a lot of non-narrative ones. I like. Oh, and one piece of like D and D or like TTRPG media that I really really like is Draw Detectives. Mm. Um, it's done by the people who do Drawfee. Uh, I think if you oh. like Dames and Dragons, you probably really like it. It's really funny. And um, yeah, I think apart from this podcast, it's one of my favorite like pieces of tabletop role-playing game related media ever. It's it's good. Nice. <laughs> I gotta check that out. Nice. Check shout, that out. Out. Yeah. shout out. Yeah, it's really funny and weird and good. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I kind of go through periods where I will listen to another podcast for a little while, but I have trouble keeping on top of them and I think like Noelle and I have talked about this I think we have this, the same reason it's like you know mm-hmm. I, I just can't stop comparing it to what we're doing um exactly yeah and for, for better or for worse yeah for better or for worse but like it is also like a, for me it's a uh worry about stealing ideas intentionally or not yeah that was actually something that happened I used to listen to God's Fall back way back when God's Fall started um and I realized during the uh the gray manacle like, I had, I changed it before we recorded it, but I had deal, built right. an entire encounter, and then I realized, oh, fuck, that's just what they did in God's Fall. So, oh, no. So I had to, I had to completely, like, change it, and it, you can still kind of see the DNA there if you, like, look really closely. I think they had, uh, like, a crystal that created infinite water, like, that was a thing 
um, in God's Fall. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. And that, so, that area. Yeah, so I, I had I had that, and I hadn't meant to lift it. It wasn't like a, oh, I'm going to take this idea from God's Fall. It was just one of those things where I went, oh, shit, I was influenced mm-hmm. by this, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is, like, so real. It's so, especially with music, mm-hmm. but, like, even just with anything. It's so weird how ideas, like, will go into your brain and then you forget that you didn't think of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, All the time. Like, it seems like it couldn't happen, but it, like, does happen. Yeah, it happens so constantly. Weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Yeah. Um. Oh, somebody, Rad Pair also has a question. They said, will we get a recap episode for Cross Ho- Camp? <laughs> Um, I would love to if, see Ainsley the Gap and Post Venger in the extra dimensional space. I, that oh my would god, be so insane! That would be really. Funny. That would be so insane. I mean, that would we, be really funny. I think it would be like we don't really need a recap for. Yeah, it's, it's a very <laughs> short. You can sum it up very quickly. I mean, well, and it's also like the purpose of our recaps is like so people can skip or so they can again like, i mean i, I have remember. an idea for another mystery we could solve so okay if well anyone... if we do that <laughs> all right do we guys want do we want to do one last question here because we're uh we're at about at time well here. do you mean the final yeah question? The, the question the final, the final question the question the question the question who wants to read the, 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 the final question <laughs> all right The final question is Beach episode when? (laughs) Just kidding. Shut up. Beach episode. (laughs) Beach episode. No. So there, hey, wait, let me just say this. There is a beach episode of the bonus campaign. Oh, there is. <laughs> listen to yeah, it. Yeah, so that's the beach episode of James and Dragons. Okay, anyway, so. the question is not that. The question is what's next? Are we going to keep doing D&D podcast when this is all over are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna leave go into the woods and retire I am going to retire I am going to go into the woods and disappear but I will continue to podcast from my disappearance from the the woods woods. yeah so that's the spoiler I'm going to disappear I'm going to start a true crime podcast about my own disappearance (laughs) And it will have the most climactic <laughs> fun finale of all. I love yes. that. I love that yes. for you. <laughs> I can't wait. So to answer the question, yes, um, we are. We are not. But serious. Huh? Yes, yeah, seriously, we are going yes. to keep podcasting. Yeah, we're going to yes. keep podcasting. And do, do Kat, do you want to reveal any like? I, I mean, I'll not little, not anything meaty, but you know what I mean. I'll give a yeah. little tidbit, like a teaser. I'll give a little juicy. Do you want to? So yeah. I've already planned yeah. the next campaign. I, uh, I, that's, that's the thing is it's, it, we've talked about this before. It's, I'm really excited to start the next campaign. It's going to be really fun. Um, and like, I'm, I, I, I'm sad to be leaving Avalis behind and I'm hopeful that we, we wrap it up on a good note and everything, um, resolves very nicely with Avalis because I want it, I want to be done with it because I want to get into this new thing. It's going to be really fun. Um, I won't say much about it because, uh, I don't want to lock myself into many details, but I will say mm-hmm. my, uh, the plan is that there will be a lot more Patreon participation, uh, about like how things are gonna shake out. Oh, uh, right. yeah, some yeah. world building stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna, in, we're gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be going to my, our Patreons, uh, to ask for some suggestions. We're gonna do some, um, building some tables together, uh, some, uh, me Whoa. and Patreon. Uh, it's going to be a lot more, uh, it's going to be a lot shorter 
the the next campaign is going to be a lot shorter. It's not going to take another like seven years. Um, and it's going to be a lot more modular. <laughs> so it's going to be a, a lot more in the vein of our Dungeon Dive episodes than of um this podcast. I, I think I learned a very similar lesson to Adventure Zone. Learned a very similar lesson to what Griffin learned, which is uh, a big long campaign is very tiring and it takes a very long time. And by the end of it, you don't you want to be done. So. <laughs> um, and you don't want to do another one after that so uh mm. yeah i'm really excited for it it's going to be a lot of fun um i won't say anything more than that <laughs> rad pair says mm, love table very woodsy <laughs> <laughs> gotta nice. have a table nice very woodsy um but yeah so that is all to say also as well all of that it's not going to happen for like another year. Like, yeah, yeah it's going to take us. It's yeah, realistically speaking, this. our arcs take a long time. Yeah, yeah, they, so, do. they take a really long time. Yep, we. It's literally it'll probably be a long time. Yeah, yeah. We, I, but when it happens, baby, oh, we're going to be. Whoa, it's going to happen. Whoa, is it? Gonna and we're happen? definitely going to come off of the last episode feeling so good and not like we biffed the landing. And anyway, look forward to my new true crime podcast. It's going to be called No Noel Well. <laughs> Wait, Did we get married? No. No, is it like set in a no well? No Noel Well. No. You no, find it, out about the like, you find out about the well no, like 5 episodes in and then it all makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Noel is not doing well. Right. No Noel No Noel Well. No. No Noel. Well. Well. No, no, well. Is it, is it, is it like a shrug like No Noel Well? Well. well. Oh, I thought it might have been good. I also thought it could have been like a play on like well, well, well. But no, it's a play on Noel. Well, Noel, well, <laughs> well, right. well. What do we have here? Exactly. Noel, well, Noel, Noel. What do we not have here? <laughs> well, Noel. Okay. All right. Thank all right. You we can keep so <laughs> much. Oh, I did want to answer one last question really quick from oh. uh, the cult oh, of okay. Darius. Um, what do we think about the Darius cult and Darius's canonical birthday is December 23rd? Okay. I'm pro. I'm pro. I approve it. I approve it. Yeah, I'm into it. We approve it. So it shall be December 23rd. Everyone prepare your altars and your sacrifices. But also, if anybody dies as a, re- as a result of this cult, we are not liable. Yeah. No, yeah, we have no affiliation to the cult. We are not involved with this cult. In any way, shape, FBI, or form. We are not involved. FBI, just know. Ain't our cult. Yeah. Ain't our cult. We didn't. FBI, and, uh, the cult, Don't look at us. This is not one of them. And I hope you have a, a great time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Love we, hanging out with the friends. Yeah, we love you all. Stay safe out there. Uh, stay healthy. Don't get COVID. Uh, I can tell you yeah. it sucks. Don't get, wear a mask. Wear it a mask. fucking sucks. Yeah. Get boosted. Yep, get, wear a mask, get boosted. get boosted. I signed, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to get boosted on Wednesday. Yes, I've been boosted for like a month. I got, well, oh, cool. Okay. okay.
I'm not involved in anything. Hannah is in the cult. I'm just, I'm I'm just trying to let people know. That I want legally to join a cult and you legally become their leader and tell I, them to do. I don't understand stuff. where these accusations are coming from. Okay. Anyway, well, it's know. been great talking to everyone. <laughs> <laughs>